0: Greetings, Only Tans. Today is Friday, September 8th. And yesterday we had LG Doucette of the First Mint on the show. Whenever LG comes on, it's always a really packed and interesting discussion. And this discussion was no exception. LG is a really smart guy. He thinks a lot about what's going on in the market, the NFT market, this crypto NFT winter we find ourselves in, and what kind of strategies and thinking, marketing wise, that these different platforms should be doing. And we pretty much think about that from the side of Dapper Labs and NBA Top Shot. Um, We talk a little bit about some of the other projects as well, but mostly NBA Top Shot. And uh, it it was just a really fun exercise. Uh, For example, what was the day of the last series that had the most interest in NBA Top Shot? Would you be able to figure that question out? Which day was it? Was it the NBA finals? Was it the beginning of the season? Was it something else? you'll hear the answer to that in this episode of course Uh, but yeah it was just great we had a great time Uh, went a little over an hour and i hope you enjoy the show so recall that nothing you hear in this episode is financial advice before i say let's jump into it if you haven't rated the show reviewed the show whatever throw some stars on it in whatever app you use please do so helps other people find the show helps one or two new people come to the show once in a while. So please do that for me. Uh, Yeah. And let's jump right into it. All right, guys. Well, that's the show. Five minutes of intro, and we're going to call it right there. Thank you guys for being here today. Just kidding. But there's, uh, I love the five minute FUD, though. There's a lot of five minute FUD. Probably going to have to double the intro. 10 minutes sounds nice. Nice round number. Uh, But hello, everybody in the chat. Thank you for being here. We got a special guest today. We have LG Doucet of the first mint. He's always making moves, always got some interesting takes. Level headed man, interesting opinions. So, uh, what should we introduce him with? I guess we got to give him a Kawhi. I think we gave him a Kawhi the last time he was here with his brother, but it's timeless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's got to be one of the greatest moments in Canadian sports, probably is the Kawhi, Kawhi's own intro to the city of Toronto.
0: I would argue it's better than the shot. I think the laugh is better than the shot. I, I can't think of many other, and I feel like we had the same conversation last time with Phil, but I feel like um, you know, forget uh, what like the Joe Co- the Joe Carter World Series home run. Forget, uh, just forget Batista, all those other. The Bautista yeah.
1: back back <laughs> bat flip is a pretty is a pretty good one. Mainly mainly because may, most people don't remember they may remember the bat flip, but they don't realize that, that inning was an hour long. The seventh inning lasted an hour because wow. even the top half of the inning when the Rangers were batting was also like a completely zany thing where like Russell Martin was throwing the ball back to the pitcher, but then hit like, I forget who was batting, but he hit his bat as he was just standing there. And that counted as like a ball in play. It was such like a messed up game. Um,
0: but, I vaguely actually remember yeah. that. Uh, and those were the it days, I guess, when, yeah. when baseball innings could last an hour. I think now with these timers, they don't, I don't know though. Cause I well, don't watch much. And the other
1: thing too, just for some history on that too, is that the, the Jays had been down two games to none in that best of five series against the Rangers. And I think there was a controversial decision to pull Cole Hamels in game five and to put in like Sam, whatever his name was that Bautista hit that home run off of who was their closer. And also in that bottom half of the inning before the Batista home run, I think Elvin Andrus committed like three errors, like fielding errors where they they should have had like four outs or something like that by that point, but they didn't. So it's like that if you rewatch the entire inning, it's actually freaking insane. And then it, it ends with like this icon. And that's why there was the bat flip and why it was so epic is because the build up to it was was insane. Like it was, yeah. it was just like a just a disaster of an inning. Um, that it was, it was, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I didn't think we'd talk baseball, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Toronto with a few funny little iconic moments after being like a, basically a dead sports town for the better part of a decade during the, the Chris Bosch Raptors years, uh, or the Roy Halliday Blue Jays years or the Phil Kessel Maple Leaf years, all pretty health eras of, of sports.
0: Yeah. Rest in peace Roy Hall- Halliday, right? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. really say yeah, he died in his plane. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Crazy guy.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Um, anyway, yeah. though, LG, nice to be nice that you're here. I feel like we got some things we yeah. can touch upon over this next hour. Uh, a lot of things been going on lately. We had the we had the dynamic moments drop today on all day. You appropriately yeah. are wearing the hat. Yeah. Um, yeah. What it, I, I guess we can actually start there. I, I mean, because I think it segues into what this could do for other sports products, namely NBA Top Shot. But, um. What do you think about like how this can adjust the way products like top shot releases, what should be valuable moments like rare moments? Because I think the most obvious uh, takeaway in my opinion is now you don't have to create as many rare moments. If you're creating mm-hmm. like one solid rare that changes over the season, which yeah, what do, what do you think on, about that?
1: Um, I, 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 I have mixed feelings on it and um, like I don't know. I think. I think. I think it's good in the longer sense of. I think what Dapper is doing really good right now is they're trying to evolve what moments are, but a lot a lot of it is a test, right? Like Top Shot with the redemptions last year, kind of similar. Although that was more like a pick and choose, like wait to see, you know, you know, will they win or lose this round, and then you can pick their like losing moment if you want and burn it or whatever. But. Um, That, you know, was more short term fun. But also I was a huge fan of that of like, even just like the Jimmy Butler stuff was like, that was awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. And that added, like a level of speculation that I think people really wanted, um, and still really want with these moments that I think a lot of people don't want these platforms to be all speculation or gamification. But I think it's clear that we need some kind of element of that if they're going to keep printing so many moments. Um, With this, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm still on the fence. And I've been vocal about whether video highlights is something that's going to work long term, right? Because you're basically trying to create a segment that doesn't exist right now, which is the idea of paying for these videos that you can watch on YouTube, right? And it's redundant to say that. But mm-hmm. I think like, I think what this is doing, then it's like, well, it's taking the idea that it's now a full highlight reel of that player through the season, and kind of putting it to the fans be like, will this matter to you? does it matter to you that one player will have way more highlights in their moment than another player does because they had a better season. They had more touchdowns. They had twice as many yards. Um, I think it's like you take like, I don't know who are, who are two top receivers that are supposed to be good this year. Right. Like take like a I'm in raw St. Brown versus like a two guys around the same in, in a fantasy draft. Right. Like St. Brown versus like a, um, who else is who else is cd lamb or something like that right like two guys kind of roughly in the same range it's like well if cd goes off for twice as many yards as saint brown at the end when that highlight is like fully minted and the season's done will that moment be worth twice as much as the saint brown one will there be like a premium of being relatively star players how will it be worth more will that matter at all right like that's i think where that is like the fun of both for us collectors and for dapper it'd be like well how much will this change collecting habits based on how much something evolves? Um, so I think it's kind of fun for it to be an experiment. To me, it also kind of alleviates the pain that I think that a lot of moments aren't that notable, right? So it's more like, Hey, this player had a fantastic season. You're owning the season. Right. So I think that that's really smart. Um, versus like you know like you're saying it alleviates a part where it's like well the, the, you know he had a good season he had four incredible touchdown catches let's make four rare moments is not really something the market desires right and the market can hold up right now so mashing them all into one moment makes sense on paper but i think it's really important for them to try this stuff whether it works really well or it doesn't you know they have they have to do that and that's kind of like the responsibility of the game makers to uh to push the envelope and, to, and do things differently. Right. So what do you think, Tandy? What are your, what are your thoughts on it?
0: I think it's a great idea. I think it's, it's interesting. Um, I think it's uh like you said, I think that is more of a collectible. I think it's a more interesting collectible. I mean, I'm not a big football guy, but if I'm talking about like the Celtics, I want to see the top players. I want to see a recap of their season and evolve as you go. I think that's super cool. Um, But you're right that it all depends upon collectors wanting this as like a valuable collectible in and of itself, just intrinsically. I want that thing. And of course that's, it's a tough, it's a difficult balance because you can see based on just supply and demand or mostly demand that we're just not quite there yet. Like I think we're we're inching in that direction and everyone thinks the future is digital and all that. Um, But it's obviously a pretty tough balance to, to tip into the other direction from people who understand and really get like physical cards in their hand, but they don't quite get like a serialed a numbered highlight on their phone. So I think that's the way I see it, but I agree with you. Like it's, it's a cool bit of technical advancement that I, that I'm happy to see some innovation, but it's also very necessary because I think we, like you said, we don't want to see, 15 rares because a player has a good season we want to see one thing that you're holding gain in value Um, and you know they've they've also been doing that in ways with burning and things like that so if they can combine those ideas and sort of right past wrongs and continue to make cool stuff then at least we're going in the right direction not sort of swimming against the tide Um, but Boston Bay sent a sticker I I can't see what these stickers are I got to go to YouTube so let's look at Let's see
1: what they are <laughs> that's all right uh i i i do have another thing too i was just seen one of the comments from ryan here saying uh dynamic moments suck what sticks out in history individual sports moments i i couldn't agree more um but the one thing i will say i think people being critical of the concept um for both this and redemptions any other kind of like dynamic let's let's mush all these things together is like i have two things to say on that one both platforms are full of non notable moments and that's the nature of the beast is that it's like even looking through my top shot collection. You know, I had I had some stuff unlocked this week, um, that and some rare moments I was planning to sell. But the, the two things I have are from Series One, and they're the like the uh, the jaw debut rare and the Zion debut rare, where it's like Zion does that insane block where he like jumps a million feet in the air and the ball goes in the second second row or second you know level. And Ja has that insane uh, dunk on Aaron Baines. And it's like, to me, I'm like, yes, like those, it was kind of like nostalgic for me. I was like, these are the moments that really drew me to the platform. Cause I was like, fuck, these are amazing. Like these are things I do want to watch these all the time. Um, So, so, you know, I think what Ryan's trying to say is that it's like, we want those. So why do we want mashups? But at the same time, what's happened is that the platforms by nature have had to mint a lot of non-notable things. Like each player You know, and even you can see that in the way that they approach each season where they declare being like each player will have no more than four moments, one common one, blah, blah, blah. And it's like you're already dedicating yourself to that. So even if Ja had the worst season ever where he didn't dunk or anything, they would still find something he did to mint as his legendary. And that whether you'd like that or not, that to me is the nature of the beast of this type of of segment. Let's let's call it in terms of what consumers want. So how do you how do you manage that? Um, so I think the only answer I have there, and this is something I've started to come to realize Tandy. And, and as you guys know, I've been, I've been on, you know, I try and keep hold a really balanced opinion where, you know, I try and support this stuff as much as I can, but also try not to hold back a stuff that I don't like, um, which doesn't sit well with everybody sometimes. Um, I think, I think at this point, you know being the low of the bear market and hopefully the low of how many users will ever be on these platforms hopefully hopefully it's up only in terms of unique users i think it's really important to keep an open mind you know three years ago not a single person here ever thought that they'd spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on just video highlights but you did everybody did and you still do right everybody opened the, the freaking app for the kd pack just now or whatever i don't know if you guys did but you still you know you still spent whatever amount in your apple wallet um you're still doing it so I think it's like keep an open mind in terms of what what the what the second or third inning or whatever that is of the of this technology it's like it 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 we know it can go places but we also know that it, it's not necessarily going to go places as is in this current format um and what I appreciate that zappers done in the last couple months is like well they're still pushing and Rohan kind of like you know giving himself a little pat on the back victory lap on on Twitter these days saying like wow we were finally rolled out you know, you know, one, one click approval, buying of moments, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're still like, they still feel like it's their job to innovate the platform. So what I'm saying is that regardless of what's happened, I think it's just like keeping an open mind. Yes, Mike, you're right. Keep an open mind of how they're going to get you to spend money. Um, But I think keep an open mind in terms of how the market in collectors will react to to the, the, the chain, the, how the long-term, you know, so it's like, we don't, we don't know. When the season's done and the Super Bowl's done, we don't know how we're going to feel about a season-long Mahomes moment uh, or Bryce Young or whoever else you're you're actually keen to collect. It might be good, it might be bad. I don't know. It might be mixed opinions. But I think shutting the door on it so quickly when they've clearly put a lot of, put a lot of effort into trying something new, I think is I think is a mistake to to write them off so quickly. I'll put it that yeah,
0: down. yeah. And who knows? There might be some kind of innovative way. Um, to focus, let's say, give the bulk of the time to like the best clip. And then other things are like, you know, hit you really fast, perhaps. So who knows? I mean, I doubt it's going to be like a 10 minute clip because it's true. People probably won't want to sit through all that. Where do you think, um, where do you think like future opportunities lie? Cause you were, you were talking about that. We don't have as many active users currently as we'd like to, because of this bear market that we find ourselves in, um, I think one of the challenges when I talk about like physical versus digital, and other people have mentioned this too, is the fact that people have these old opinions about like NBA Top Shot. I think someone was at a a card show and they were like, Yeah, I I met people, I think it was Boston based actually. And he's saying like I met people and they're like, Oh yeah, I, I haven't checked that. Top Shot Wallet in forever. I should probably go look at it. Um, don't do I, it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. No, no, don't, don't look, don't look. I'll tell you.
0: Look. Yeah. Let sleeping dogs lie. But um, <laughs> what, what do you think is like, where is like, based on that, Um, I don't know. Like the environment of how that of how this is and and we have the all these past users or past opinions like where do you think the opportunities lie because some people are like, oh, you got to go to the the games, the physical the live games like have you ever thought about this like where do you think a bunch of users would would come from? are they old users that decide to flip their sentiment are they people that don't even know about this thing? Have you ever thought about that
1: i I, I think about it all the time, man, but like what do you? I think it's a flawed question. I don't think, like, listen, we're in the digital. That's the show, everybody. (laughs) Like, like, the people that don't know about this that might like it are also people that, like, probably don't even have a Facebook account. Like, of course, there's people out there that are traditionalists and they're not into new tech products, and maybe they will love this. But there's no guarantee of that, that they'd love this over the multitude of other applications that the NFL and NBA and other sports leagues have put out and have Mm. put their weight behind. There's a lot of other things you can do and this is you think about it this is very specific even card collecting yes it's massive but it's not the biggest thing you can do in terms of your fandom you know what i mean like you, we've, we've said this so many times was like an average N- N- nba fan i don't know what their annual spend is on like nba fandom let's say it's five hundred dollars um you know a hundred bucks on league pass maybe a new jersey every year go to one game or two and and otherwise you know the rest is on some frozen chicken fingers for when the friends come over to watch a Super Bowl, right? Like, or a no, Super Bowl Finals, or whatever's going on. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably your average average fan. When we talk about the NBA, has a billion fans or four hundred million fans. That's your average fan. So, this is getting them to spend on digital collectibles. Even if the digital collectibles are cool to me, is a bit of it's it's a bit of a stretch in this current format and this current like climate, right? Of uh, you know financial uncertainty. Um, people love shopping, uh, I just don't know if they love shopping for this, right in mm-hmm. its current in its current format. And I think that there's also like generally a disconnect between what a top shot and all day are right now. And the, and the this massive potential that we feel this huge weight of of like, here's what blockchain could be in the future. Here's what it's going to be. Here's all this, oh, beautiful shit, right? That we told ourselves in the bull market. It's like, th- this is, you look at it, what it is. It's like, this is, we're very far away from that. Like, it's not, it's not anywhere near that. Like, it, and, and I don't even know what that is that it's trying to go to. Um, so I don't know. I, I think, I think the idea of like, how does, how can we take what we have now and grow it? How can we? Take what we have now and market it better. I think that's a really hard thing to do, man. I don't know if that's the right. I don't even know if that's the right question to ask. Like, I don't know what it would take to convince an, that average NBA fan to come and show up for all these pack drops when they they don't they don't do anything like that anyways, right? Like, you're trying to build a habit that doesn't exist. So, um, I think that's what's a little challenging about it. But what do you think, Tandy? Like, what do you think? Do you think do you think it makes sense to market it in its current format? Does this need to spend? Two more years developing, finding these new kind of growth levers um, in terms of like the product, like is the product marketable? Because both products, it's like, well, you rolled out Mahomes the second year in a row. Last year, they had the cool ad. The previous NDA season, like here's an ad with KD walking around, be like, oh, what's up, man? And, you know, they're trading his moments. Um, Neither of those did anything. So is it because the product is not good enough or because the marketing sucks? Like what's what, what, why do you think new people don't want to do it or because, or because people don't have any money to spend because you we're in the most uncertain economic time in over 15 years.
0: I think a big part of the uncertainty. Um, I think that we know that there are people sitting on the sidelines willing to degen into shit. I don't know that that's necessarily your user base that you want. But, but have, know those,
1: that- have those people degen already if they were going to degen into it have they not already like it yeah, like they, they there, where have. is there a, it, do you think that there's like this giant pocket of degen money spender gambler card collector people that have a desire for this but somehow have never encountered this and never been served a facebook ad or a google ad about top shotter all day
0: or well i think that goes part? that goes back to my physical and digital thing which for you know for certain reasons Sean was on the show and he he, he explained how like it's not so easy to just make that happen But um, I think that there are a lot of degenerate like physical collectors. And I use that as like a a caring term, not necessarily terrible term, but there's people like that who probably would be more interested if it felt somehow more connected to what they're already collecting. So like Mm -hmm. right now, Topshop feels very different Mm -hmm. from what they're already collecting. But if there was some kind of crossover effect, then I do feel like that could be a potential. But as I learned with Sean, there's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of difficulties with partnerships and whatever. Um, if we're talking about like the shitcoin degeners, yeah, they they are but they've already degened into top shot. And I don't know necessarily that you want them back because they were they came and they left because of the nature of like you know, speculating and getting in and getting out. And they would only want to get back in if they well, tried to I'm do the same challenge, thing I'm gonna challenge
1: that. I'm gonna Go challenge ahead. that because Obviously, we don't want to have the huge pump and dump environment that we had yeah. almost three years ago now, but that even what you're saying now is based on this idea that we think that things like Top Shot and All Day are this premium product, that it's this beautiful new technology. It's basically the spaceship of card collecting that is going to take us to a place that no one understands yet because that's just how great it is. Mm. That's an assumption we all make based on uh, I don't know what based on how how fancy the art is how sophisticated we feel when we're doing this.
0: No bent the corners. The, day,
1: the 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 99% of the people that are still in crypto at this point are degenerate people like like you go to the shitcoin market that still trades every day. Pepe coin is still trading like there's still tons like like a new coin I was looking at a new coin yesterday that was created called lord which is uh, based on a Matt Fury Zogs. Matt Fury, the guy who created Pepe, the frog. Right. He right. put out a collection, you can burn them. And one of them is called Dork Lord, which is like a Pepe that kind of looks like Darth Vader. And it's just an NFT. But immediately people created two different shit coins. And one of them had $25 million of volume yesterday. Wow. And that's, and that's 10 times what Top Shot does in like a month. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the point to which... The market, the liquidity that we had in Top Shot that created that giant run, that's what that liquidity at the base core is doing, is trading. Yeah. So my challenge is, rather than looking at Top Shot, and, and and when I say Top Shot, I mean the whole segment. Top Shot, all day, candy, exclude all the fantasy stuff. Forget the fantasy stuff for a second. So that, that already has a fit. The collecting side. Instead of looking at it as, ooh, it's it's the most amazing, it's the caviar, yes, mm, of the NBA, it's so beautiful. What if it is a degenerate thing? What if it's like you've got like, you know, you've got your layers of moral fandom. That's like most moral fandom, like take your family to the game and then you go down the rungs and it's like, yeah, fantasy grinding away fantasy dragons <laughs> lineups, like a hundred lineups a night. And then what if, what if these, this stuff fits in below that? It's like, these are shit coins. We're trading shit coins <laughs> of NBA players. That's what it felt like at first. And that's yeah. most fun. That was like, why am I buying <laughs> it for $200? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that's that, maybe, maybe that's where it belongs and i don't mean that to be mean dapper or anybody like that but it's like maybe that's actually what makes the most sense is for <laughs> these to be looked at as shit coins and they're like this comical sano market maybe that's what makes the most sense like maybe like how about this would top shot tandy would top shot do better if it wasn't licensed if it was not licensed they were not bound to the license and they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted <laughs> i'm serious would it do better would they make better decisions with the market would the market be more exciting
0: um, in some ways, there's some reasons why I would say, yes, it would be better because they wouldn't be beholden to any partner. So like y- there couldn't be a partner to be like, Hey, we need $5 million over the next two months. they be like, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> we're not going to well, do well, that. Hey,
1: you need to mint 10 of every player this season, no matter who they are. If the guy, if the guy played more than 10 minutes in the season, he needs to, he needs a moment like, God, no, we don't need that. <laughs> like, there's right. sh- be one of certain players but there's like 20 that's that's what i'm saying is that it's just like I, i'm just i'm not saying like let's it should just switch to that what i'm saying is that nfts DeFi, sure there's some sophistication in the technology and some governments want to adopt it and there's visa and all that all this other shit gaming but at the core the people are still here maybe the market is for dege- degenerates maybe it is supposed to be a degenerate gambling medium and maybe that's maybe Top Shot would be more, or the idea of Top Shot would be way more successful in terms of users and volume, if that's what you consider success, um, if it was unregulated and just like a Wild West thing, maybe that would would be better, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think think everybody here would enjoy it the same way, but I'm just challenging that, that it has to be this premium, you know, beautiful thing. Maybe it belongs, maybe it belongs in the, the rung below fantasy.
0: Are, are physical cards a premium chef's kiss or are those a degenerate activity? That's a great question,
1: man. I don't know. I don't know. It seems, it seems pretty degenerate the way that people wait outside Walmarts for the new, you know, prism collections for the truck to show up and shit like that, like, and, 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 you know, film themselves opening the packs and like crying and shaking and shit like that. When they, <laughs> like that's and then and then just to hope that there's no little Nick in the corner so that it can hopefully grade above a nine. Like that's that seems pretty degenerate to me, man. Like that's the evolution of lottery tickets or of uh, Willy Wonka. Right. So I don't. Right. Know. I'm, j- I'm just throwing out the idea that we. It's like ah yes, ooh yes, it's the caveat oh, You like- know, you
0: know what? The, <laughs> what I think though, I think that there's segments. Like so, when because mm-hmm. when you when you think about the physical card, right? There are those super degenerates. There's like the old dudes just hold their Mickey Manalls in a lockbox. Yeah. There's like the people fishing through the dollar bins. There's the people opening packs with their kids. So I think that like the difference there is they just have the critical mass where mm-hmm. they can have segments. But yeah. because Top Shot doesn't have the critical mass yet, and probably because it was its its genesis was from a bunch of degenerate shitcoiners, coiners, it has just made it way harder to find that critical mass somehow. Okay. Um, I think
1: cards. I mean, they, do they cards they appeal to, to the average fan? Does the average fan spend more than ten dollars a year buying cards?
0: The average fan—that's fan. a good question.
1: The average fan who buys cards. Who 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 goes? to CBS or wherever, wherever in the U S they buy things here. You buy cards at like freaking London drugs or freaking, I don't know, Canadian Walmart, whatever we have here, that's where you buy cards. But like who, who's buying those right now? What is the, what is the card market? Is it, is it, is it yeah. like when we, for us, when we were kids, we were the, we, we were the card market, right? We wanted right. to collect them. We had the binders. You gotta have them all. You know what I mean? And we didn't really think about selling them other than trading right. them with your friends. Is right. that still what the card market is? Right?
0: Uh well it depends how you define it. I mean, I guess the popularity of the of the the biggest draw of the card market is the stuff that you see on on Twitter when like uh the fanatics guy rigs a pack for the professional soccer player and he pulls like a $5000 card. Like that's what yeah. the card market is uh, visually
1: at least. Yeah. I agree. Um I also like I like the comment you had in the chat here from Groat saying you need to be able to buy physical TS packs right next to jerseys and socks at NBA games. I, I love that idea. I think you'd, you'd still have to change. I think that that would still require the nature of what this is to change. Um, and and I don't know I think you'd have to ha- it, it'd have to be a bit more of a smooth platform and smooth experience than what it is right now. I think I think you'd have to rethink the way it's done. I don't think, I don't think you could make that I don't think people would care enough in its current format that's like, oh, here, you just got a top shot moment. Um, it, it's one of 100 in the set uh and just join the join the discord like what do you do next like what's the next step how how do you uh, buy more packs buy more packs buy a 10 dollar kd pack maybe we'll get a rare kd like is that like it's just i think even if you were given a moment for free that way or buy a little pack of moments or something like that at a game what is the system you're being thrown into and it does that system make sense for the average fan i i don't i don't think so you know what I mean? Like even as a loyalty program, I don't know if it makes sense that it's like collect enough cards and you'll get a soda or something like that. Like is that, does do most fans actually even want to do that, right? Um,
0: but if you simplify though, and I keep going back to the physical uh, uh, example, but what if you what if you won a free pack of trading cards because you bought an NBA jersey? Like are you now thinking about what, what, what world am I getting sucked into by opening this pack of cards?
1: I think you open the pack of cards and then you're like, that's cool. And then you just put them down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this nice little thing you know what I mean? but that's what I'm, I, i'll give you an example actually recently um i bought a pack of cards at tim hortons everybody knows tim hortons or canadian institution even though it's not it's no longer canadian owned uh, like- um but we uh they released like some kind of like hockey hall of fame celebration packs or something earlier in the summer and in there you could pull like a gretzky or a Sidney crosby or a tim horton who, who was a hockey player Um, or, you know, some, some people from the women's teams and like, like just a variety of players, uh, like a Haley Wickenheiser's our most successful, um, female player ever. And I was like, Oh man, I got to get this, you know? And I was like, filmed myself doing the card break. And, and, and then I was like, okay. And then I just put them in the drawer and I haven't looked at them since. And I was like, that was (laughs) cool. I paid a dollar 99 for those. And that was cool. Like on top of getting my sandwich in the drive-through, but it kind of ended there. It didn't make me start collecting upper deck it didn't make me go to their website i didn't join the discord i didn't download the app there's nothing it made me do and even if it had asked me to do that i don't know if i I don't know if i'd be like oh i have three cards out of a collection of two million like or two thousand cards i could have i'd be like great so if i want to if i want to compete in this i guess i'll go back to tim hortons buy another hundred packs like you know (laughs) what i saying? it's like i don't know what that is supposed to be um You know, now we're, but, but, and the more we ask those questions, the more we're asking questions about the nature of the product. And the more we're just trying to reinvent, start from scratch on what this is. Mm. That's, that's what I'm saying is that in its current format, we're saying, like, how does this grow? How do we, how do we market this better? It's like, I don't know if that's the right question. I don't know if, I don't know if the habits that you build by joining one of these platforms now are the habits that the average fan would, would have, would want to have. Mm. Um, What I will say is, I think that there is, currently a really good product for the people that are here i think these products are in better shape than they ever have been um and i do think that there's something like sticky about it like i do find myself drawn in more and more these days um and especially when the seasons are starting it's like that it it has become part of my process of like okay nfl season starting do my fantasy draft think about my all day nba season starts in six weeks okay is there anything i should be doing on top shot to think about that uh, so rare again fantasy different segment but it's like it's kind of part of me thinking about it and getting excited about it so i think that there's something there um in terms of the place that these platforms have i just don't know what it is
0: mm. and um, if i
1: hadn't been here for over two years tandy i don't i don't know if i would enter if mm-hmm. That makes sense either
0: yeah 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 it is there's more to it than than we think especially for a new person i i can't imagine it's very easy for a new person to just jump right in and understand everything. But I think that's why they're trying to simplify it as much as possible and just Mm -hmm. be like, collect a card, a digital card of your favorite player. And that's, I think that's what they want the, um, the sales pitch to be whether or not that has legs or not for the long term. I don't know, but I feel like that's the easiest thing to understand.
1: Tandy, do you have the mobile app? Yes. What do you think? Does that change your experience much? Do you, um,
0: I think it's good for like notifications. Um, I can see why it would be cool, like I've I, like you know, scrolling your finger around on a moment and seeing it move around, and like I mean, I can see how that's kind of neat. Uh, but it, I don't use it a whole lot. I mean, that when there's a mobile app only pack, of course, then you might use it or you will use it. But other than that, um, not a whole lot. But but I think you, it's one of those things that you have to have though if you're gonna get be a more broad a broadly attractive product i think mm-hmm. what why do you ask about the mobile app do you love oh, it i'm just
1: curious it's something i don't feel like we talked about that much right it's like they launched the app for like and and i'm just thinking about i think an important thing to uh, observe perhaps when you are talking about these products um is like what is dapper prioritizing what what does dapper think they're doing when they're deciding, you know, okay, we've got our team. Here's what we're working on this year. Here's our goals for the next 12 months, 18 months. Here's what we need to roll out. You know, people tracking Roham, he's like, fine, there'll be a pack marketplace, maybe within the next month on Top Shop, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, okay, watch what they're prioritizing. Um, the app was a priority for a long, long, long time, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it is, it is the most important part of a tech product these days. If you're launching a tech product, you need a mobile app that is an absolutely killer mobile app. They put a lot of work into that. It looks really good. It feels really good when you're using it. You can do, you can just buy, you know, with your in, in phone credit card, whatever you call that. Then what is it doing anything beyond just being a little extension for, um, you know, the collectors that are already here right now? Is it is it the place they're sending new people? Is that working? Are new people downloading it and converting that way? Is that the plan? Is this what the NBA during games will say, like, download this app right now and get a free moment, you know, or get a free blah, 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 or what, you know what I mean? Like, what, what did they, did they launch the app thinking, like, we'll have an app and then millions will follow? Or is it we have an app and that's what we're going to use to enter the market to make it really easy for people? Like, that's what I'm saying is like the things they work on. When we all sit around and wonder, be like, "Man, what the hell is Dapper thinking? What are they doing right now? What are they? How are they going to grow this?" I think we have to watch the things. The answer lies in the stuff that they roll out and that they they say is a big deal, right? Mm. So, so that's why I'm asking you. Like, you know, we all have the app. We all know when there's in-app things. Is the app this massive growth lever? Have you told anybody to download the app?
0: Well, everyone everyone that I talk to about top shot is pretty much on Twitter and has the app already. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm not like telling my parents to go download the app. Uh, I probably would be though, if this is two years ago, but uh, would you recommend, would you recommend
1: top shot to people?
0: I don't really talk about top shot too much, honestly, with like, I'm, I'm basically around my family all day. Like I don't tell my six year old to download top shot, but <laughs> maybe I should. Um, but,, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think that like we're in the early early innings, as they like to say, um, with with the with the app. I think that I think there's a lot more that you should be able to do with the app that I hope we mm-hmm. see in the future. I hope there's more, again, like more cross connections to other things. Like we see more traditional advertising, like we saw that today on on the NBA app mm-hmm. and also I think on bleacherreport.com, NBA where they had like you know traditional ad buys for like the pack drop today the Kevin Durant thing mm-hmm. um but it would be super cool if you could somehow integrate it more like i i don't know exactly how but i know one one example is when you see things that we've seen in the past where like the NBA Twitter will say vote on the best moment of the night sponsored by Michelob like oh yeah. come on <laughs> like- <laughs> Yeah, things like that like if that was more ingrained and like oh okay the best moments of the night or the best most memorable things of the night you go to top shot for that okay i get it like that to me is like the next level of that kind of thinking where it's like well i could own this on a physical card but who knows when the hell that's coming out and yada 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 but anyway i think that's how you connect one step closer to like the culture of nba and nba twitter
1: I, I, absolutely and i think i think like that's and that's also where i think you know from a creative standpoint i'm like okay if you were building if you were given the mandate of like go build a digital nba collectibles app right that we're going to get people to buy collectibles and we're going to find a way for that to integrate with normal fans from scratch you're thinking with the average fan in mind mm-hmm. what would you make well, I think and that's, before... that's what I'm saying. It is that yeah. it sure. And, and like the requirements are, you have the NBA license, you have to sell video highlights. Let's keep, let's make it strict requirements. You have to sell video highlights to people and make it an int- like a fun experience. Would it be a collecting experience? Would it be a, a watch to earn experience? Would it be like a loyalty platform? What, what would you go and make? And I'm not, and I'm not saying this as in the top shot has done a bad job answering that question. I'm saying this like like the contract for Top Shot was signed in like 2018, dude. Like a couple months after CryptoKitties. The NBA was like, this is sick, let's go do this. And they and they called up Axiom Zen. It was called then. We're like, yo, yo, let's can you can we make some let's let's make some NFTs of NBA. And they're like, okay, sounds good. And then and then it took them two years to develop it. And then it launched mid-2020. And now it's now we're here. It's three years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying is, is like products develop with a certain like thing that happens to them, this certain history. But if you had the chance to blow it up and restart, would you make the same thing for today? Right. It's been in development for five years. Right. So that's what, that's what I'm saying is that it's like, I think that that to me, that's what I think of. And with that in mind, if you are the people at Top Shot and you're wondering, and and I I don't know how they feel or what they think, or if they feel if, if, if they're meeting their mandate or they think that they're being successful right now, or if they're not, or I, I have no idea how they feel um or what the what the, the board of dapper feels or anything i don't know how that how that works right now what the sentiment is what i'm saying is if they're you know roham's always said we have to skate to where the puck is going using the hockey analogy <laughs> skate to where it's going so where is it going where do you want it to go it, if 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 right now they're unsatisfied with how the app hasn't worked it hasn't brought in new people the nba is not being supportive and you have runway, right? They, they let go a lot of people to build runway, to cut salaries, so they have more money to keep going for longer. You have runway for three years. What are you doing with that? So what are you making in three years? Are you just evolving this bit by bit, changing the platform every day, every, every a new initiative, a new app, a new collector leaderboard, whatever? Or are you thinking in three years, being like, three in three years, we need hardcore. We need, we need that game that fucking makes sense, that's super fun where you use all these things. Or in mm-hmm. three years, we need this. Or in three years, we need that three years in tech is all the time you need to make a killer app biggest app. All the apps we use were built in way less time than that. (laughs) Right. So that's, that's just kind of what I'm saying is, is what, you know, where, where, where do they, where do they want to go with this?
0: That's an awesome question. And thank you, Boston base. I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, it's such a hard question to answer, though. <laughs> and I'm sure they're all right. They're racking their brains, too. But when you ask me, like, what would you build from square one right now if you could? And I think what's unique about what NBA Top Shot and things like it offer is that it's like uniquely and natively digital. Like it's digital first and foremost. And so where else could you use that as a strength? And that's why like my mind first goes to like a loyalty type of deal, like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but in that situation, you would have to have agreements with every single different team. Um, and then you'd have to create almost like a fan club. And I think this was the vision of like the team captain programs as well, but the team captain program started from the top shot side first. So like if you could somehow start from the NBA and from the team side first, and they have their, you know, massive, massive lists of people, And, you know, they're trying to sell them merch and sell them tickets. Mm. Like, what if they could sell them some kind of a loyalty program? And in being in part of that loyalty program, you're then entered into this um, ecosystem of Top Shot. And maybe you, I don't know, you, you then start collecting your favorite team. And then that gets you into other events and things like that. I don't know. But that's a very difficult question if i was starting from zero that's probably where i'd start and and i'd probably get shut down in the first week because every team has like a different requirement and you know i don't know that's why it's a very very challenging
1: question it's not easy. you think about it like a a sports league kind of is like a weird dow right where it's like it's kind of run by the owners the owner side missioner right and they choose the leader they re-up the commissioner you know what i mean it's like it's like and they're all these freaky billionaire people who yeah. are like all kind of messed up. Like a billionaire is a fucked up person, right? <laughs> like you, how could you have like 20 billion be worth $20 billion and not be kind of messed up. You're not like a normal person. If <laughs> know, right? It's true. What I'm saying is that it's like, it, you know, think about the governance and it's like, and it's all about money. It always will always be about money. And I don't mean that as isn't top again, n- n- not knocking top. I was just saying it, it just is. These leagues are designed to make money. There's no reason to own a sports team unless it makes you buckets of money. Right. Mm-hmm. So, there's no reason to, to, to pour money into the salary and to go pay the luxury tax, all that kind of stuff, unless you, you're going to see a return. So, that's how you run a business. So, what I'm saying is that it, it whittles down, it still whittles down to that, right? Is that like all the other pieces of fandom that exist, like you know, watching TV, AR, VR experiences, jerseys, it, it, it's all for revenue. It has to be a business. So, inevitably, this has to fit that. In some mm. way, it has to make more people watch the NBA. It has to make more people consume NBA things or NFL or whatever, right? Mm. So, anyways, I, I think these are all. I think these are all good questions, and I, and I don't mean for to to approach this stuff as in like it needs to be blown up and restarted. Um, I just think that it's not a bad time right now in the bear market while everyone's trying to figure out, you know, that same question you're asking of like, well, how do you market this to people? it's like, well, it's, 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 it's not the worst thing to challenge this, those assumptions either, that it's something that currently can be marketed.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I think that's a good... Uh, well, first of all, let's play a few drops just because I feel like we missed some opportunities. <laughs> Whoa, so I thought we definitely deserve Roham and we also definitely deserve...
1: There you go. Tandy can I can I ask yeah. you you're, you're a busy guy you got family you know yeah. you have a million things to do right mm-hmm. why do you keep the show going what keeps you going to the show
0: I can't let down my only dance LG <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but no but I mean that like they don't and if you would like like and I'm not I'm not trying to corner you I'm just saying like they'd understand if you took a couple months off right sure. there's, there's not much going on right now why what keeps you going
0: um I think I'm a creature of habit, perhaps, but also I find that these chats and just interacting with the people here is just fun. And, and that's pretty much why I do it. Um, what about you? I mean, that's a good question for you, because I was going to ask you, LG, your style of shows changed quite a bit. You used to be more of like a documentarian almost. You'd like mm-hmm. take these very deep dives. Um, and then you are also doing sort of like group, almost like Zoom call streams, And now you're and now it's like you and your brother are just kind of hanging out and just shooting the shit more or less. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so what about you? How did how have you changed and why? That is a different question than what I asked you. (laughs) All all the same thing that I asked you, Sandy. (laughs) Would you what what about you? But you've taken breaks, right? So what are
0: you trying to say, LG? I need to take a break, Um, don't
1: I? No, 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 no. I don't mean that. (laughs) I mean, like, you know what's interesting? Like, even looking at the chat here, it's like I know every name in here. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that it's 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 strange, but it's kind of like a fun thing that it's like the people that are still here in our in our corner of the NFT space, we're kind of like this weird little high school of people together, right? Where it's like we're not like there's not really like new people coming into our community, but we've all known each other for almost like three years. And that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's something special there. And I I would love to find more ways to galvanize this, this kind of like peripheral community that we have, right? Of people that are like You know uh, i might be losing money Uh, My assets might go down we love when there's drama we're always curious to see what these products are going to do in the new year we have roham meme videos like haha but we're all still here and it's like if you're still here you're not really like leaving tomorrow you know if you decided to stay here you're here you're here this is this is your home in a way this is one of your homes so i think that that's kind of like what's interesting about our current community. And it's and to me, there's something there. And I, and this is completely separate from the top shot of the all day or anything is that like, we, we we do have something here that I think is a lot of fun where, you know, I can come on a stream with you in the middle of the day and, and we'll see some familiar faces in the chat and kind of have like a fun little hour, you know, I think that that's something kind of cool. And I, I think that that's what keeps you here for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think yeah. you're more eloquent than I am. um Thank you jump shoot for ice cream. So good. I guess he wants a little ice cream. So
1: good. Let's give it to him. If he wants it.
0: Ice cream so good. Thank you, jump shoot.
1: Is that uh, all yeah. a, jump shoot was hyping up ice cream so good to me uh <laughs> prior to this? He's like, you gotta get some ice cream so good when you're on the show. Is that is that all it is you spinning the ice cream thing? <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> no. Well, you it's based on the TikTok
0: thing where she like really really uh, goes for it um, and that's just my version of like a very ice subdued cream. ice cream so good and uh, yeah so good. That, that's how I collect the tips on the show ice cream so good nice. but yeah no you, you make a great point it is it is true we're, we're sort of like a band of brothers in a way and like you know we've been through the <laughs> we've been through the mud on our hands and knees and we're still here and we still like crack jokes and so yeah there as long as uh, there's a place to continue to do that I feel like I want to keep doing that and I also think that I am always thinking about like, how can I expand upon this? How can I bring new voices? How can I uh, just do things that are a little new and a little different? Um, that's definitely a challenge though. I haven't quite figured that out, mm-hmm. but I'm always, I'm always thinking about that randomly. Um, but anyhow, I that's all. The
1: you're asking me about like changing the show and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I'm more of the, I don't, I can never do the same thing for too long right? Like having the podcast for a long time, that's fun, but it'll never be the same podcast for more than a year. I think it's just like the nature of who I am is that I'm constantly kind of diving into things and then getting kind of bored of them. And I think what's nice now is that having the the open format with Phil where we just shoot the shit is that like that can evolve into anything. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like that, if there's a new, like, let's say NHL breakaway launches for real next, next month. And it's like the biggest thing. It's like, well, we can, we can then spend time talking about it, right? We're not, We're not too platform agnostic. We're kind of just hanging around, talking some nostalgia and still touching all the NFT projects here and there, but also kind of creating a space where it's like, well, when some hot stuff comes along that we're really into, we have a platform to talk about it um, and to drive people there, which I think is like, it is a lot of fun, especially at a time where it's like, for a while, I, I saw myself a bit more of an educator. That I was like, let's, you know, let's let's dive deep into this topic. Let's let's start talk to this really smart person. I think we're at the point in the Bavaria market where it's like we don't really, like. There's nothing new to learn. You know what I mean? Like it's like yes, you can follow the news, but like Visa is a, a, a PayPal has their own coin now. Blah blah. Like I don't really care. You know, it's like that. <laughs> I don't think that there's there's a need as much for education as there is for like familiarity. Um, you know, which is where where you come in as well. Your show is that you're doing a good job of just keeping something consistent for people. And I think that that's kind of like what first men has turned into in terms of the regular podcast. Um, And also a time to kind of innovate, which is why we've been doing the media pass thing too. Just like just to try and do something fun and different um, that we think is really, really weird and kind of twisted.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And I appreciated the, I think you guys were using mid journey with some pretty cool imagery too. Um, So I I definitely appreciate that you guys are always trying to switch it up and try new things. Mm. What, what else do you think um, about, other sport NFT innovations right now. Like there's the hockey NFT that you just mentioned. There's the UFC predictive NFT purchasing. I saw you write about on Twitter. Yes, yeah. um, there's of course like the all day stuff. There's top shot. Like what else has your eye or anything else interesting going on? You want to mention anything about that UFC or the hockey offering?
1: Um, you know what? Same comment for UFC. I think it's, I think that that again, like they're, they're finding a new way to do predictive stuff. Right. And I think that's pretty cool. I did get, a uh max holloway moment like i had bet on him i guess i'd bought his moment preemptively um and then he won and i guess i i have that moment now of him winning right uh versus i forget who is fighting but that guy doesn't get one um I would love for it to be a little bit more vicious. Like you could have bought the NFT of either one. Like you could have bought both. You could have bought 10 of each if you wanted. So I thought that that was kind of silly. I was like, it should be one or the other. You know what I mean? Like you should, you should have to pick. Um, But I I was a little disappointed in that. But again, that might be like some kind of anti gambling rule or something like that, that prevents them from doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think that those types of little, little innovations are important. Like I think that, I think innovation in tech and, and these huge like growth levers that'll make all these people talk about the product and do it. It's like, I think you need to try a hundred things before you land on the one that works. Right. I don't think, I don't think that the growing these products, like I said, is as simple as putting up some Facebook ads and saying, wow, don't you want to collect these? Like that doesn't work. They've all tried that. It does not work at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do think that you have to try a lot of different, unique, interesting things and eventually hope that one of them works. Um, so that's the kind of stuff I'm I'm most interested in right now. Um one thing I will say, uh I th- we haven't talked about and nobody really talks about but I think if you pulled back the curtain and asked Top Shot out of the last 12 months, barring maybe the start of last season, what is the single day where the most people came to the Top Shot site? What what would it be, Tandy?
0: Ooh, pop quiz time. Uh God, I have no, I have no
1: idea. Like outside of first day of season, which is when it has all. Every league first day of season has the absolute most web traffic, or like the week leading up to the season. Let's say like NFL, NFL Google searches are at the year peak right now, right? Like the next week they'll be down and down after that. Higher right. Super Bowl. So but we got we got some answers in the chat. List. Yes, yes, is LeBron record that night? Not only did I text more with people I know about LeBron than I did about anything else in the NBA last season. But also, I saw the most people active in First Mint Discord, active in Twitter, active in other communities, saying like, what's the deal with these LeBron packs? Because Top Shot launched it instantly after he beat the record. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, and I tweeted about it. I was like, this is where Top Shot can have cultural significance. Because the most important thing to you then is you're like, oh man, it's so amazing. We just saw a guy literally set a record that might never be broken um and solidify his legacy by by scoring the most points ever um and he's you know he's crying or whatever the fuck he did um but we're all we're all immersed everybody who's a deep hardcore nba fan and everybody who's a casual nba fan we're all immersed in this incredible moment that to me is what something like top shot is meant for is to be like fuck give me that shit put that in my veins immediately i need it i need to catch that um and they're actually a it's good the job. same idea. LG, and you were ready.
0: Yeah, it's the same idea. I guess I'm making the same point, but you know when your sports team wins the championship and they literally as soon as they cut to commercial it's hey get your, you know, Boston Red Sox championship gear. Like they have it queued up and boom, right as they win, boom, it's out there and you pull out the credit card and you call like, yes, the number
1: yes, yes, immediately. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you're like give it to me immediately. <laughs> that's and you're like I'll never forget this moment. So I think that's where that had um a lot of a lot of again like cultural relevancy um, which is very important in the in the in the NDA and in and in sports circles. Um, so I think that I don't know. I think that to me is something that's really notable. And there's no there's no significant records that are going to be broken like that this year. You know what I mean? Like there's LeBron will extend his record um, I'm sure there's if you I'm sure there's records that you guys are going to say like all oh, this this record or this thing or this assist or whatever I'm sure there's, there's other things that will be broken this year yeah, like forth. well a-
0: actually LG Chris Paul is going to be number seven on the all-time yeah
1: actually anyways you know that that meme but uh, what I'm yeah. saying is that like that to me was the most important thing they did and the thing that if I was them I would focus on and I don't know again like Someone breaking the all time points record maybe never happens again. So you yeah. can't recreate that every year. But that's again when you had the most people on the site, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, you got to almost, but hold yeah, on. What sex, I will say, yeah, Tandy, cool. what I
1: will say is that, yeah. despite that being the moment that there were the most people on the Top Shot site by far, probably, I'm assuming that maybe somebody at Top Shot can tell me, mm-hmm. um, that is not the time when, that is not the only moment when there was that much attention on the NBA on Twitter and on social media, there were mm. a lot of other moments where people really cared about something that happened or was said or whatever in the NBA. So I've always said that, you know, to be successful, Top Shot needs to tie itself a lot more to the day to day culture of the NBA. And I don't know how they can do that with their current mandate. But that to me is like, that's what I want as a collectible um, is like, I just want to be able to collect the things that matter to most to me and to what I think is like the broader horizon of people, um, things that I, I couldn't stop thinking about for an hour after they happened. And I don't know how so you're,
0: to... You're right. You're yeah, right. I don't, like, that
1: together. I don't know if they can, but it the, the LeBron record is definitely not the only thing that people cared about on Twitter mm-hmm. last year.
0: Do you have any other things that come to mind? Because right now I'm thinking about like, and now I'm kind of expanding it a bit, but what about, I don't know if it's this year that they're going to unveil like a Kobe tribute outside of the Lakers, you know? Like what if that somehow was connected to Top Shot and to get that, you know, it's a super cool... Video clip. I mean, that's Kobe Bryant's rights, of course. That's that's asking a lot right way. now.
1: Like, if if you want to, if if you sc- scrape everything off the board, like you remove everything that we've learned and everything that we've gone through and all that kind of stuff, and the mandate is strictly collect digital memories of the NBA. Mm-hmm. What are they every year? And you know, and, you, yeah. and it's something where it's like you want to open your app and you want to stare and be like, nice man, I'm so happy I have that.
0: Yeah, what, I, I mean, like, I think honestly, what are the that...
1: ten things from last season, and are they? meaningless in-game assists. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you don't want those
0: meaningless in-game assists, right? But every person who loves their NBA team would, I think, would love to have sort of a a greatest hits of the season. I think that's cool. I think the top rookie moments, I think the the top like playoff moments uh, or maybe just the finals moments. And um, other than that, though, like I don't think it's a massive list, though. But and then there's and probably other memes, like meme events that happen during the season.
1: Exactly. Some of those best moments. I, I know that I love them. I don't really remember what they are, but I would love to be, opened, to be able to open my app and look at them and be sure. like, I bought that when it happened. And man, I'm glad I did because that was hilarious or that yeah. was great. Or like, man, you know what? Like, we don't really talk about it, but Steph did have some incredible moments last year. You know what I mean? He did this thing. He broke this record or. I don't know who who won MVP last year. Uh, Embiid, who Embiid does? did. Okay, yeah, we don't need anything for that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cried until he got. We it. don't need. Uh, well, unless I'd, I'd actually really love a moment of him crying after the Raptors beat. The second round. <laughs> exactly. Love, you should I be able to like request. I, to
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if the NBA partners would let you do that one, but yeah, if they didn't have the partnership, Maybe you could just do flaw. it.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And again, I'll come that now we're coming all the way back to what I was saying. Would Topshop be more successful if it didn't, if it didn't have to follow the license. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a great. Question. <laughs> what are the most successful NBA accounts on Twitter? What are the Twitter accounts that get the most impressions every year? You're right. The ones that have nothing to do with the NBA. Well, the yeah, the ones that aren't tethered to that, that can just say whatever they want and retweet the soundbite or or share the rumor or whatever that is, right? Those those are the most cultural culturally significant moments. It's not just the big plays and the record breakings, but some of the stuff that, that ties the narrative of the NBA together. So I think it's really hard for Top Shot to tie to that right now. But
0: I don't think I don't think Balsack Sports can sell NFTs of the NBA though. Is it ball sack or butt crack? <laughs> I forget.
1: Well, I don't know, but that's, I think it's something where it's like it would take the NBA a long time to realize this, Tendy, or to, to wrap their legal wrapper around it. But it's like that, that is what media is. You know what I mean? Way more people consume highlights of the NBA on Twitter and on Instagram than there are people that watch the games. Like yeah. that's, that's a fact for sure. Like, you know what I mean? You don't watch every single NBA game of the season, but you no. definitely consume highlights from them.
0: Yeah. That's that's valid. That's a valid point. But Jeb, highlights Jeb.
1: narratives. You don't consume highlights. You consume you consume narratives. Yeah, right? like you're not you're not necessarily going to watch every Warriors game this year, but you want to know. You definitely want to know if Chris Paul is happy there or not, right? Like mm-hmm. you're very interested in that. <laughs> sure, sure.
0: So, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that equates into a product exactly, but yeah, for sure, you're right.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah, of course, get sued and whatever, but that's what that's that's again. I'm just pointing at in an ideal world, how would you make people get really onto this product?
0: Mm-hmm. We're thinking that's... outside the box here, Jeb. Okay. Outside, just... Yeah,
1: exactly. Cause if you think, if you, if all you think about is like, well, they'll never be able to do this, never be able to do that, then they'll never grow.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I, I, the way that I see that kind of making a connection is the, kind of what I alluded to, which UFC also kind of did by the way, which yep. is UFC had those like smack talk Hype, like uh, moments, yeah. Those ones exactly. Yeah, my balls so, was
1: hot, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, my balls was hot. Like meanwhile, they're minted to like five million, but something like that um would make sense. And if you could do it really quickly, and then so when you have these Twitter cultural moments, then the place to like trade them if you wanted to would be on Top Shot.
1: See, this is and and sorry, this is this is where you know that we're having a good conversation because Dumbo appears, right? Dum- is like Dumbo has like a bat phone in his in his like little basement in Mexico or wherever he lives that yeah. is like that it just goes off whenever there's like a spaces or stream where people are being like, eh, you know, why is Dapper doing it this way? It's like his thing goes <laughs> off and he has to come in and be like, oh, you know, well, you don't understand about Dapper. Blah, 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 blah. He just comes in. He, comes he just comes that. in. He's just like, you what? Is that <laughs> what <they> said?
0: <laughs> That's so good. That's so, so good. Oh, got him. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, That was
1: great. That was a really good impression. (laughs) Well done, Tendy. Yeah. Mate. Oh, let's see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What else I got? What else you got, (laughs) chat?
1: That is so good. Uh, yeah, I, I, can, I While I'm here, uh, I know you mentioned it in our question and stuff we would <laughs> want to talk about. Uh, and I feel like everybody knows again because we're just a little high school, but a couple, couple cool things going on first mint right now is uh, yeah, we uh we announced today, um, we've we're expanding the network of shows, so we're bringing the uh all night guys uh who did a great job with uh the all day coverage in the last year. I'm very proud of them. You know, they all they all actually met in first mint, which is really cool. Uh, and and didn't really know each other that well before, but wanted to do a, a show about all day and they've done like, you know, uh, however many Twitter spaces now and trying to get their newsletter off the ground and stuff like that. So they're part of the first mint network. We haven't we've never added like a show like that, right? Like a show that wasn't in some way led by me or didn't cover like our core stuff. But, um, you know, football's king, uh, you know. And I felt like we really needed a dedicated resource. And they were they were kind of the only ones I thought about. Um, and really cool. We're eager to work with them on content and kind of growing what they're doing. And maybe eventually expand into other football things or other stuff. But, um, you know, they've been doing a really good job and, and really keen to have them on. Um, so that's cool. It's a fun little thing to do in the bear market, too. Well, not little, but you know what I mean? Like grow. Like, I'd really love First Mint down the road to be like a network of like niche interest shows and properties right of of sports and maybe eventually more so working i'm working on a couple other things in the background as well and if if you guys know anybody who's got like a, a niche specific show that like or like newsletter or really anything um, that would fit really well in, in first mint, but something we can't currently cover like something like soccer. I'd love to have like a soccer person. I don't really care about soccer, but I know it's a huge market and I do get questions about it pretty often. We're like, Oh, you're following so rare. What do you think? What's happening? Will you go all that kind of stuff? Like, I'd love to have somebody dedicated to that. So if anybody writes about that, um, or is really, really loves that kind of stuff, like please hit me up. So that's pretty cool. Um, there's that, and then there's also our Mega pass, right? So we launched it last month um basically get a pass of any type that you like and come and say stuff on the first mint right so that um is a variety of stuff uh you can buy a pass to t- send a tweet from first mint you can host a spaces from first mint you can co-host the podcast with us we have like a live show wednesday nights um, that has like a rotating tap of themes of like trivia and, and pitching projects and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, kind of something fun and new and innovative. And and I recently encouraged our holders to drop the prices on those because I thought they were pricing them a little too high. I give the media passes only to holders. So, um, I really wanted them to do, I really wanted them to kind of set the tone on what those look like. So, uh yeah, check those out too. I'll be tweeting. I'll be tweeting out the floors later, so everybody knows like uh, how much it costs to tweet from First Mint and stuff like that. Which is something, actually. I think there's a tweet supposed to go out. I gotta check. I gotta check the tweeter. Uh, see if they wanted this to go out. But there should be well, one. Going while out.
0: you're looking, I'll play. I'll play a video of LG and Boston Base's,
1: uh submissions to the anniversary show. I'm an Only Tan because I only subscribe to the absolute best, only the best on Only Tans. Hey, yo, it's your boy Kanye, not the Westman, but Eastman. Hey, yo, congratulations to Tandy, man. Two years of streaming NBA content. Two years. Hey, yo, your boy Boston Base loves tuning in and talking ball. Yo, big ups. Yo, you're going to be a champion just like your boy Kanye. For real.
0: There you go. I know Boston Base is happy we played that. (laughs) Uh, You're, you're,
1: you're, You're at the top of your game rolling all these clips.
0: Oh, I got a lot more where that came from. I, do, you I, make
1: these, do you just like the other ones, like the Rohan and stuff like that? Do you cut that yourself?
0: Yeah, of course. Nice. Don't, don't you remember back in the day I used to make them for every guest too. And then I realized that oh, yeah. was taking me like an hour before each show. I'm like, I'm <laughs> going to stop.
1: stop
0: doing that. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That's
1: cool. um,
0: but I do have, you mentioned, a, you mentioned the clip of LeBron after he broke the record. I actually have a clip of that. Let's watch it. Hello, darkness wild friend. I've come to talk with you again. All right. I'm, that was not the night he broke the record. <laughs> just to be clear, I was
1: that, just. Uh... It's the Boston game. When was that? I was like a. <laughs> Friday game, right? Was yeah. Like I, or shortly after Christmas?
0: I feel like it was the Christmas game. <laughs> but yeah, that's when he was crying and throwing a tantrum. I had to show that to my son. This is what you um, don't do.
1: Yeah, so good. Um, I actually, I bought some of those Top Shot packs. You want to open some? If not, yeah, let's do it. Oh, good. Okay, here, let me, uh, let me do this. Let me get my thing ready. Yeah, I ended up, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, when Top Shot packs are up for sale, I'm just like, fuck you, Top Shot. I don't want any of that crap. And then other times I'm like, yeah, 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 give it to me. You know, I'm just like, give it to me immediately. <laughs> so a lot. I did full screen by mistake. Uh, It's kind of like a weird, weird, uh, here we go.
0: So how many mo- how many monitors you got going lg i
1: have i have i, I like two years ago i bought like a 49 inch monitor so it's massive wow. i have this like contour thing uh, um, no that is actually i thought would help me get organized but it's actually just horrible for add because then you have like, <laughs> on your screen yeah the same it's pretty tough. all right well, here we go let's we let's
0: go. see if we can get a rigged back going here let's get a rigged influencer <laughs> yeah.
1: <back. laughs> yeah, yeah give me that number one KD <laughs> anthology please yeah I want to see that live token butt go off right now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Do, they, do you still hover on these? Oh, wow. uh, no. No. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Hey, about, little what? Canadian hero here. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. What are the chase odds? Do you know? It's 3%. That's it. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I like that you can scroll through. I I would say let's
0: bring back uh, Schroeder.
1: Newest Toronto Raptor.
0: I hope they bring back Hovering, though. I thought Hovering was cool.
1: Yeah, I thought thought the old pack opening process was good. They just needed different music. So now they did the music, (laughs) but they changed the pack. All right. I know 3%. Nope. It's a good 100%. way to spend uh 12 Canadian dollars. So how many moments was that? Six. Okay. Let's do the next one.
0: A slap at the base. Um, yeah, you gotta give you gotta give Luke a little more time to uh, get the influencer pack going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chase cards. That's what Strad talks
1: about. Hey, hero, you can't do the music yeah it's loud what happened to all that cool like rap music they had for that one pack like a long time ago i thought I think... that, that was really good
0: yeah but what about the, what about old old stable what's it called old yeller
1: oh you mean just like the, the original song that's <laughs> like all day packs they should just like
0: innovate on that one and make it something cool <laughs> here we go here's a three uh,
1: no. yeah, percent
0: all right well hope we got hopefully we got some trade ticket usage for you in the near future loser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that was cool that was fun yeah old old pack pack cracking haven't done a pack crack in a while <laughs> james didn't <and> like <laughs> uh,
0: okay um yeah limp biscuit packs actually jeb yeah crate crate collector i think he is does make music if i'm not mistaken
1: that's a good Uh, name um yeah
0: well any last words lg i thought you did a good job promoing what you got going on uh thanks
1: man are is Uh, canada
0: gonna win it all are they gonna take gold
1: i would canada us would be really really fun as the final The, the unfortunate part is that like these games are like two in the morning for me but if they if we win tomorrow then i will i will stay up for the final and i'll watch i'll watch final for sure i'll I'll watch it like 2 a.m or whatever time it's gonna be for me um yeah yeah. i don't i don't don't have any final words really um this is great always happy to hang out to hang out with you man uh sorry it took so long um but uh yeah always down to chat and i was trying through these conversations like i was thinking you know we always kind of come up with new ideas together right like new paradigms and new questions to ask or or new like ways to look at the product um because i think at the end of the day like we all do want it to grow right like that's that's why we're still here we do we do want this to like succeed so um you know i think it's important to keep doing what we're doing which is both like a keeping the lights on sticking in our community here having having doing some stuff that's fun um and also, you know, uh, let 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 the Dappers know how we feel, right? Like people revolted over the playbook for all day, and I think that's good. It's like good, yeah, yeah. You know, keep keeping vocal because we're the we're the community they got now, right? And and it's important for them to listen to what we want. Um, but also, I think be supportive when they do try new stuff. Absolutely, I will. I
0: appreciate it. I appreciate making the time. Um, people want one more clip, one more drop, so we're gonna give them the handshake, and then we'll do the outro. So Ooh. let's give let's give them the handshake.
1: So- yeah, man, that was an awkward fist bump. Oh man, that is so good, <laughs> so, so so good, man. That is, yeah. that is that is I love that. Um, it's top three, man. That's that's that is that is up there. You know, I will say it's the stream where judged open those legendary moments that was insane yeah, i know that's I up know. there that's up there for sure in my like classic classic top shot like insanity moments of like and you could just i think it's still you could still watch it now just his reaction when he gets the first one because he's so excited he's finally getting a legendary in the blended blended pack and then when he gets the next one <laughs> and he's like he's just like can't believe it like it's just pure euphoria and then when he gets the third one he's like oh like <laughs> he clicks that there's something wrong, <laughs> and, and then and then he keeps going. It's <laughs> like, oh well, because <laughs> <laughs> then it's also like you knowing it's it's not just being like, oh well, my luck isn't luck at all. It's actually just a massive fuck up. But also <laughs> yeah. that it's like it's it's also now that it's it will change the vibe of his thing right it's like inevitable if something like that happens to you that it's it's going to change your whole thing because now you know you're so mad about other people always having the luck or those rig packs and now you're the one who got it it's just like ooh, <laughs> you know uh, yeah I, you know he handled it well but man that was nuts
0: that's true that that's an element to all this it's like such a fun social experiment all these personalities and mixing combinations and luck and mixing people together it's definitely part oh, yeah. of the fun and sure.
1: what was that what's that him and jacob where's that
0: from it was uh the Vegas party. Uh he hosted a party. That's when he was trying to launch that game through Superdraft. Oh, um they're doing In like the simu- Yeah, they're doing like simulated games and you could use your top shot moments. Um so that's where that handshake went down and it's right. definitely one a favorite it's one of my favorite clips.
1: Man, that is so good. Yeah, sometimes when you're not sure if you're going to be able to have a good like handshake, you just got to go for the fist bump. You know what I mean? Like I mm. a- situations like that i'm like this is not i don't know how we're gonna do some kind of dap up you know so just got to be like it's just so like hey, slow. Man, just, yeah, come just in just really start, slow start, just like this you know yeah you know hey, <laughs> you know even old even even your dad or your grandfather will understand that shit right so
0: absolutely we're, 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 yeah he went for the european kiss he went for the, the handshake <laughs> he went for everything <laughs> european kiss <laughs> all right well I'll let you get back to it, LG. Thanks for making the time. Uh, We'll do this again soon. And uh, so for LG and for myself, thanks for making the time as well, chat. And we will see you again next week. Take care. Static Celestin.